Hello and welcome to Sanctuary Educate podcast, where we will talk all things mindset, money management and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for your pleasure. I'm Shane Highland. And I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. Is this um, this is a strange week? Or sugar filled? Yeah, it's very much sugar filled. Whoa. Um, you're in between those that don't have kids. It's just after a long weekend. Those that do have kids, it's still week two of after. a mini holiday. <laughs> There's still plates to be spun. Granted, a lot of those plates now are full with chocolates. Um, but. I shouldn't really eat chocolate, and I've eaten loads this weekend. I think everyone does. Do you know what? I knew it was bad yesterday when I saw him heartburn. I knew my mum made ice slices yesterday. I knew it was bad on... S- oh, my mum's ice slices are good. You've had those ones, haven't you? Yes. On Monday, so that was um, when I had a little chocolate egg thing at 9.38am. <laughs> oh, I, I think it was by 10 o'clock the other morning, my daughter had eaten a whole, mass, uh, a whole egg. She's three years old, like... <laughs> Trying to get her to eat proper food last night was like. Uh, no, I think she everyone... has this. She has this um, thing of uh, I want uh, I, I want healthy food, but her com her definition of healthy food is sweets and chocolate of what she likes of what she likes. So she kind of got a little bit wrong when you said no, that's not healthy food. I think that the four She'll days over Easter a bit like Christmas. You just have to. Not going to touch any any relevance of healthy eating because it just doesn't exist. Especially oh, no, for kids. but it's like. I can tell with my skin and everything that it's just like, mind you, I've fallen off the wagon in some fine slow with that, as you well know. As you can see with the, the cut there in the hand, you've fallen off. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> so that was, right? Don't do this home, kids. Um, don't cut a bread roll, holding it in your hand and slicing downwards like this with an extremely sharp carving knife that you've just sharpened. Um, because I went right through the bread and went zoosh, like that and just sliced through my hands about an I, inch long. I do it all the time with strawberries. I hold them for anyone that's watching YouTube like that and cut down. And, and you know yeah. someday. No, I, I literally, but I went like that with a bread roll like that, and my hand like was part of the bread roll. Never done that before. Don't eat healthy. Stay with the chocolates. You won't get cut. I don't think I even cut the bread roll for myself <laughs> though. That's the worst thing. No, it wasn't. It was someone else's. Stupid. Don't know why I even thought of it. I picked the sharpest knife that I have in my um, drawer. It's brilliant. It wasn't just... It wasn't just that um, wasn't all the weekend. That was about a week ago. It wasn't just chocolate on the weekend, because um, some of them listen. I'm not going to name who you are, but uh, we were all friends on uh, Sunday. And, um, yeah, they, they, the kids started smashing um, chocolates and the, uh, the adults started smashing um, Prosecco. Prosecco and cans uh, in the park at one o'clock. It was like they were... Um, 17 years of age again but let's let's not mention names you all know who you are and some of you actually listen to this uh, but good on you um, I didn't have a drink at all this weekend well that's nothing new is it do you know what we, this this is almost like a broken record about cost of living cost of lifestyle and all that Monday went to the cinema um, the Odeon, more fool you oh, I know yeah Odeon in Cardiff Bay 10am viewing for super 
Mario Brothers the movie. I think that's the name of it. Actually, it's very good. Bang on, actually. Two adults and a child in the IMAX. Get it? it I I clicked on it originally. I didn't know it was IMAX. Not sure about the What's difference. The IMAX? I think the, it's a bit louder and maybe a bit brighter. I'm not entirely sure. Um, Bigger. Three people, ten o'clock on a Monday morning. Excluding any of the food. Now the food, when you book online, says it's cheaper. When you click to book, they ask, "Do you want to pre-book any food?" The food itself, uh, a not a great looking hot dog, three cheese strips, and a tub is the only way I could um, describe it of Coke, orange, whatever it may be, eleven ninety nine. Wow, I didn't even look at the popcorn. Two adults and a child to go to the cinema for an hour and 27 minutes. £45. Wow. 45 quid? Is that how much cinema costs these days? That's how much the IMAX cost, 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. on the, the morning. Is there many people in there? There was 25, 30 people in. Is it running full? Oh, no, no. Probably if they halved that price, it'd probably be full. I was expecting a, a half of that price. I mean, cinema-wise, I've only really been to the Everyman one, which is the one you sit down and you can have food. But actually, that's actually quite reasonable in comparison. Yeah, I, I was shocked. Consider now, if you, if, if you have a family and let's say you have two kids and you bring <coughs> bring them for an afternoon down there to the bay, um, there's loads of slot machines and all that. You go in, you make a yeah, meal. Yeah, if you went had food before, you'd be probably another 45 quid on food. So you need 100 quid for the day. Well, throw a third, a second kid into it, maybe, you know, an average family. You, you're probably doing in three hours there, three and a half hours, 120, 130 yeah, quid. Yeah, probably. There's, that's, wow. that's a lot, a lot of, money, of money for three hours during a two-week period wow. in holidays. Wow. So everyone just seems to be ramping up the cost of everything. Last week, um, I got a letter and, and it was... Um, Directly from whoever it is, the CEO or whatever of, of O2, my phone bill. Oh, fair play to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Did it he, was he handwrite nice. it as well? He didn't handwrite it. He looked like he hand-signed it through DocuSign or something like that. Um, but my phone bill was going up 17.4% uh, from April. Because in there, like, inflation plus whatever they put it on. Yeah. But obviously... Inflation's going to come down or something. And I rang and, and they went, well, we're all, everyone's doing that the because of the cost of living crisis. Yeah, because mine was about similar, I think. You know, they, everyone drums this thing out, cost of living. I said, there, there's no cost of living crisis to, to O2. O2 doesn't, doesn't exist. It doesn't live. You just make it. It's a cost of more profit lifestyle. Wow. And I did kind of try and push. But in fairness, the lady, was she was really sweet. It was her job to pacify me. I said, you know what, just... Fine, I'll have a look around elsewhere because I can do it. They offer you a discount. Um, no, usually do if you tell there's me. There's another no. six months left in the deal. Uh, they will when you go, though. Of course they will. But they probably knock like twenty five percent off. The grass is not greener on the other side always, so we'll have a look around and see. Oh, we'll tangle up the cable. Is. But it just shows everyone is jumping on the bandwagon of putting every price of everything up. Cinema, phone, you know, mad, isn't it? Crazy. Then, which leads on, I read the other day, a somebody on one of these um, internet news things was telling people about how to to look and and save. They keep use. They oh, kept we using the word save rather than invest for retirement. 
And the person who I've checked up and is in no way qualified whatsoever um, to give any sort of advice or instructions, a bit like Mr. Lewis on ITV, but that's another another day, um, that if you are close to retirement, this, let me read it, this, something like the safer option for you would be to go into a cash ISA. Wow, some nice generic advice. If you were closer to retirement or already retired, a cash ISA may be better because you will need your money sooner and you don't want it to be exposed to the volatility of the stock market. Well, one, you don't know when that person will <coughs> need it. Two, volatility is everyone's greatest friend because the value goes up as well as down. <coughs> and three, the person will be retired for probably three decades. So that person is totally incorrect in what they do, but they have a following on there and somebody will listen to them and potentially move all their money from, let's say, investment-based ISAs, which have fallen in the last four months, which we know of, into cash-based ISAs and will lose out on the uplift that will come in the next one month, one year, 10 years, mm. whatever it may be, because over the term between now and the next 30 years, things will go up and that person will will tell them to lose out. Yes. Again, a dash of generic advice without any it, substance. It's a very difficult one though, isn't it? Because if you are qualified to give advice like we are, if we put an article out like that saying you should do X, Y, and Z, it's classifies advice. So if anything goes wrong with any member of the public, because they've taken our advice, we are liable. So the problem you've got is there's a bit of a catch-22, isn't it, right? People can put generic advice out there because they are trying to help people, but because they're not regulated, they can do it, and, and there's no comeback on them whatsoever, yeah. right? But the people who can give you the right advice can't put it out there. Yeah. But then, also, advice is not generic. Any advice that we give to a client is purposely constructed for each individual client because everyone's different. Everyone Absolutely. has a tolerance risk. Everyone has different needs, requirements. You know, maybe putting some money into cash, okay, coming up to retirement isn't a bad idea, but that's not for everybody. Yeah, totally. You, you can take the example of, let's say, uh, uh, brothers who are twins. Um, they're both born on the same day, but their lifestyles could be different. One, they could have different jobs. They could have different children. They could have different hobbies. They could have different health issues. Um, all of these things have to be taken into the mix. You can't just go at this age. It's a bit like, uh, is it the Telegraph or the Daily Mail run things about every three months and they go, this is the cost of uh, of retirement for yeah. a 60-year-old and somebody who goes away on on, on holidays. It's not. It's it, That is very, very generic. Yeah. Everyone is bespoke. If if you like Formula One and I like watching a local football team, then when you get to retire, you going away to watch Formula One is going to cost you a hell of a lot more than me driving, you know, 15 miles to watch a local football team for five pounds a go. So you yeah. have to understand the whole aspect of the person's life. So yeah, exactly. when you talk about the money and the finance, it's kind of irrelevant because you have to construct it or start it with what actually do you like to do or what would you like to do? How much is that going to cost? Yeah. And let's work from there. Not throw everything into cash because the world is, or the, 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 the markets oh, and yeah. the economy are crap at the moment. Get out of it. And that's the problem, isn't it? Volatility risk, sequence risk, loss of capital risk, inflation risk. Let's throw all of these things into the mix. Yeah. 
And and this is the problem, and this is where this is going to get worse with the advice cap, isn't it? Well, those that can't afford to pay for it will will get generic advice, which potentially will be generic and incorrect for that person. But also I think the issue with people who can't afford to pay, there's not many financial advisors you can actually go to and just pay a straight fee to either. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the, even if you go to your, your big wealth managers, you know, your, your Barclays Wealth and people like that, they're not, you, you can't just pay them a fee. You, you probably can't walk into many IFA practices or yeah. any other financial advisor practice and go, can I just pay you a fee for you to give me advice? And then if they do say, yes, you can, it's probably going to be quite expensive. Yeah. So there's the, the, there's this huge issue with the advice gap, isn't there? Yeah. And, and everyone thinks, Money, you know, you, you use a number, let's say a hundred thousand yeah. pounds is a shed load of cash. Yeah. It is it is a huge amount. But in the world of the the IFA, the financial planner, to to recommend or give advice on that costs, you know, potentially a few thousand pounds. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's not worth the the advisor's time. No. Nope. Um because well, they like they're it. they're aware that it's it's a high proportion of, mm. of cost relative to the, the, the pot for yes. the individual. So morally, you think, I can do it for you, but it's going to cost you a lot in comparison to what you have. Yeah, yeah. So as you said, the advice gap seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, those that have more money are getting the correct advice um, because they have the larger pots. Those that have the smaller pots are not getting any advice and probably incorrect advice. And that lump sum smaller lump sum is more relevant and important to them mm. than the person that has the the big lump sum who is more so looking at tax efficiency yeah. where the other person is looking to subsidise a cost of lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that most um, advisors now, you'd be lucky if you find an advisor who will advise you with something under 100 grand. Yeah, I I thought I was gonna you were gonna say two. Yeah, well, yeah, probably more. I would say probably more two one fifty to two hundred is yeah. probably where you kind of need to be from a point of view of justifying what you need to earn. And as a to be profitable, let's say maybe because at the end of the day, we're not charities. Yeah, and we're not we're not paid by the regulator. We're not paid by the financial service compensation scheme or any of those companies. We run businesses. Let's not talk about the regulator. I'm doing a. Gabriel return as we speak, which yeah, is I know. Well, for those for those that are un- unaware, we have to do a return every six months, uh, along with loads of other things, and it is just mind numbing data gathering for them that have to be put into the correct fields to justify a <laughs> compensation uh, contribution we have to make. But I, I agree, and and what maybe not thirty year old, what forty year old maybe with a family yeah. and a mortgage and a car loan or whatever that can afford to grow his or her wealth to the degree that they get a hundred they have a hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand pounds in investable assets or pensions or ISIS in their mid forties. Yeah, yeah. Um when they need to start really um seriously structuring their yeah. exit plan. Be the and I mean that be the employed or unemployed uh, sorry, employed or self employed. Because even if you're working for somebody, you still need an exit strategy 10, 15 100%. years out. As in when are you going to stop or reduce your work. And people don't have that sort of um, level no. of, of wealth at the moment because it, it's just not there. And I think the the, the cost of, of everything is astronomical. And I do go back to the lifestyle. Everyone wants to go away for, for weekends now. Everyone wants the, the, the best uh, new football kit. Everyone goes to the Odeon Cinema at £45 a pop for an hour and a half. 
we're living a, a, a really, really expensive lifestyle, which is going to have an impact on us in years to come because yeah, yeah. we're not saving or investing anywhere near enough for the future, no. our future selves. No. Rant right. over. Rant over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems to be that's all we do at the minute. But I think that's strange how the world is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I I saw one of those. Is it a was it a Bridge End jersey from years ago or or Bridge End rugby? Was it who are they the the the, the team that disbanded? Can they this? Did they have a um? Was it a buy now pay later uh, logo? No, that was buy now. Wasn't buy now? Wasn't that Pontypris? Was it? You know the what the, the logo I'm on about. You could buy a TV and pay for it in installments. Yeah, well. that was Pony Prees, I think, was it? wasn't it? I but saw I was, something like but that. I don't know whether that because Pony Prees, Bridgend, Pony Prees, did they become that? Let's have a look. What was the Kelly Crusade? Let's have a look. Okay. Well, the jersey. The kit only was. reason I saw an ad for that was recently, and that that to me encapsulates everything about it, the, the the economy or people's attitude now is there's no. Um, no concept of saving, i.e., cash based, building up a, a, res- a reservoir of money to buy the thing in the future. What's it's all buy it now and I'll worry about paying for it back over the next few years. Oh, that Celtic Crusaders, the rugby league. What was the one? Celtic Crusaders? Celtic, Celtic Warriors. Celtic it? Warriors, you're right, yeah. Celtic Crusaders is the rugby league in North Wales. Celtic Warriors, that's the one. What was their jersey? I thought it was a blue. Yeah, yeah. Buy, buy as you view, yeah. Buy as you view. There we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Buy as you view. Yeah, yeah. So I get, I get it, you know. Enjoy, enjoy it now and pay it back over time rather than... But f- I think the, this generation takes that to a whole new level of going Amazon, eBay, click, 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 buy and worry about paying for it back later. Yeah. Because they had some good players played down there as well. <laughs> so look at the list. Um, yeah. Why is it if you go here? Remember that? Those of them used to work for them as well, didn't they? Probably. Yeah, there we go. So understand what you want to do and then stop reading the rubbish in the news. It's all rubbish in the news, isn't it? That's what I watch. I miss out on so much stuff. People say, did you see that in the news? Nope. Nope, didn't see that. Didn't see that. Nope, didn't see that either. I don't know. So I won't watch it. Negative events, world service. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe. And remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.